Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Good morning and welcome in Jaguars Drive Time on a Friday morning brought to you by Jet Home Loans. Friday morning means we start with coffee with the coach. Welcome in head coach Doug Marone from his office and coach. We're getting ready for a divisional matchup on Sunday against the Houston Texans. All kinds of news going on in Houston right now. It's an 0-4 team with a new head coach this week. So what kind of Texans team are you guys expecting to get on Sunday? I mean, on paper, you've always seen this team. They played extremely hard, um, you know, in each and every game. And they, they played some elite opponents. I mean, some tough teams. So um, usually when, you know, a coach goes or there's a quarterback change, I think human nature gives you the biggest spark. And, you know, I mean, they'll come out ready to play. But, you know, we understand that. It's a game and we'll be ready also. Yesterday, who described Deshaun Watson as still a work in progress. Not having seen a whole lot of him this year, I'm just wondering what you do see from Watson. We all know what we have seen from him in the past. And how much of you think of any struggles that he's having is the fact that a lot of things have changed, including his his favorite target? Well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we all know what type of quarterback he is. I mean, he's a, he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's in a, one of the elite guys in the league. I mean, you know, he's tough to get down. He can run, run the read option. He has, uh, he can throw from all different angles, uh, good in play action, can extend plays. So, I mean, you know, we know uh, how good of a quarterback he is and all the challenges that he presents. So, um, you know, I just think with them, you know, it's the same thing. You know, there's a lot of talk this week about them getting their running game going. You know, I think that's one of the things that, you know, they're going to they're gonna try to do. And uh, I think when they do get the running game going, then he becomes even more effective you know, with all the things that he can do. So um, it'll be it'll be a challenge for us defensively, but um, we, we've had a good week and we feel we're prepared. He's in Arizona. How much different do they look with a bunch of faster guys who may not be as big and, and that kind of receiver that Hopkins has been? Well, I mean, we're going to be challenged, you know, in, in the secondary. I mean, you're talking about uh, – Four players in, in my mind that can really start on any team, um, you know, and they're veteran guys. You have Cooks and you have uh, obviously Cobb. Uh, you know, those guys are outstanding uh, players along with Fuller. Um, so it's it'll be it'll be a touch matchup, tough matchup for our guys in the secondary. But like I said, you know, hopefully we can you know disrupt the quarterback and get his timing off, and that'll be able to help us. Coach, you mentioned your secondary. Obviously, DJ Hayden won't play this week. A young group, and it's a group that you have said already this season, at times needs to cover a little better. But what do you like about that secondary that you've got? Well, I think at times we wanted them to get our hands on, on people more, you know, and I thought we did a little bit better job of it last week. So, you know, we're improving. So we do have a lot of young guys back there, not, uh, you know, guys with a lot of experience. But you know, we feel like we're getting Jared Wilson back, which will obviously be able to help us. And, um, you know, we got some young guys on the outside. They'll be playing some veteran guys. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how they do against them. I think this is a, a great to see where they are. And, Coach, I haven't asked you much this year about your offensive line. And I'm curious particularly about Andrew Norwell and Cam Robinson. These are two guys in the past who 
outsiders have wondered about. But it strikes me that they're playing really well. Can you talk about their play so far this year? Yeah, I, I, I'm very happy with the line. I think there's still a lot of room for improvement. Um, obviously, uh, as we work through the season, um, you know, they've done a good job. And even in, in being in tough situations where, you know, you're down and you have to throw. Um, you know, someone asked me the other day about Cam. I really feel like Cam's having, you know, the best year that he's had since he's been here. And Andrew's doing a great job. I mean, he's always done a nice job for us. So, um, you know, I, I can't say enough. I think I could get better. I'm getting better each week. You know, Brandon Linda was back this week. And uh, I can't tell you how, how happy I am for, you know, uh, Kyle Shatley and the way he's played. I think he's gone out there and played like a, a starting center in this league. And, you know, unfortunately, we have someone like Brandon who we feel is a, a, a great player in front of him. But um, Shatley stepped in and played well. I think uh, last week, Will Richardson came in and played much better than he did the week before uh, stepping in for Cam. So, you know, we feel like we have some depth there also. Coach, we were talking before the show, and you have Yankees, you have Bulls football going on, and obviously this team. How have you been juggling all of this going on at once? You're probably not used to all of that. Well, make no mistake about it. I mean, the number one priority is football and getting ready to win. So, you know, <laughs> you know, when people joke around, people can't, you know, feel like they can't really have any other kind of conversations with me. So they mentioned the Yankees or my my son's high school team, but. You know, that to me is, is you know, secondary to my job is right now. I'm focused on getting our team ready to go. Absolutely. Head coach Doug Marone, thanks so much for joining us on Coffee with the Coach. Good luck on Sunday, and we'll see you next week. Great. Thank you. Of course. All right, now we go back to a break on Jaguars Drive Time. Coming up, a game preview presented by Simply Iowa. But first, let's recognize our frontline workers presented by Farrah and Farrah. Aaron Tracy is our Farrah and Farrah Frontline Worker of the Week. Aaron is a registered nurse at Wolfson Children's Hospital. She works in pediatric hematology and oncology, helping children in their fight against cancer. During the pandemic, her compassion, knowledge, and calm energy radiated throughout the hospital. She worked to ensure her patients received the same outstanding standard of care despite the challenges offered by COVID-19. Above all, Aaron is an advocate for her patients. She's dedicated her life to raising money and awareness of childhood cancer through her Fourth and Gold Foundation, which seeks to have a positive impact in research and development and to help find a cure. The Jacksonville Jaguars and Farrah and Farrah are proud to recognize Aaron Tracy as this week's Frontline Worker of the Week. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity superior fence and rail knows about commercial fence services from automatic gates to security fence and railing superior fence and rails professional team delivers with great communication trained installers and quality products trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville get off the fence and call superior fence and rail for your commercial project today Superior 
Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy, keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit massageenvy.com for more details. Welcome back, Jags Drive Time. Friday morning, presented by Jet Home Loans. And thanks so much to head coach Doug Marone for joining us for Coffee with the Coach. As we get into a game preview for this Houston Texans game on Sunday, presented by Simply IOA. First thing to pay attention to is 20 over 40. Minshew has won one game where he has had 20 or fewer attempts passing. He has lost three games when he has had over 40 attempts passing. Now, we're not great at math here, but that seems like a simple equation. So we'll see if the Jaguars are going to run the ball more this week and what's in store for quarterback Gardner Minshew. All right, big thing, big thing too is do your job. You have to have discipline for your assignments when you are rushing and trying to cover a guy like Deshaun Watson. Everyone has really harped on doing your job this week, sticking to your gaps, sticking to your assignments, not trying to do anything crazy on the defense against a guy like Deshaun Watson. And finally, big thing three is win the turnover ratio. Give Minshew and company an extra possession or two. Give them the ball back. Create some turnovers, create some pressure, get some sacks. Is this the week that we see something exciting happen like that? We're going to talk about that and all that and more. Let's go back up to big thing one, which is 20 over 40. Brian Sexton, you've been harping on this all week. It's something that you have found. What do you think with Gardner Minshew? Maybe how many pass attempts will we see this week? Well, you remember we used to talk about a formula for Blake Bortles, you know, what he could do yep. well and how you could tailor things. And Jay Gruden even alluded to this a couple weeks ago about calling the right plays, putting him in the right positions. Gardner Minshew is incredibly effective with play action, rolling out of the pocket, looking at his options down the field. You've got to be able to run the ball. The Texans have not had great success stopping the run this year. So the Jaguars have to be able to establish the run so that you're only asking Gardner to throw 20 to, to, to 30, right? 25 is the sweet spot for him. 25 pass attempts gives him the chance. It means that he is able to play his style of game. If you ask a six-foot quarterback to stand in the pocket and deal with the height of a J.J. Watt in those long arms and throw the ball 47 times, the odds just aren't in your favor. Put the game plan together with the run so that Gardner can do what Gardner does best Throw the ball 25 times, not 45. And John, I thought it was interesting. Gardner Minshew's post-game press conference, he was asked all about, you know, what's going on in Houston right now, a new head coach, an 0-4 team. He's like, honestly, we don't have the liberty of worrying about someone else right now. And he used a curse word, so I can't say it. But he said, we got to get our ish here together before we start looking at every other team. Yeah, and, and he's right. You know, when you're one and three and when you've struggled the way the Jaguars have in different areas the last few weeks, you need to worry about yourself more than what's going on in Houston. To Brian's point about the running game, and, we, and we've talked about reducing Minshew's throws, they want to do that. They've wanted, it's not like they've forgotten or aren't aware of Brian's stat. Brian's really good, but they also know that. 
the problem is <laughs> when you're trailing and when you they've trailed early and then all of a sudden against Cincinnati, the game gets away from them in the third quarter. They would love to have James Robinson carry 25 times a game, but you have to stay in it. It's up to the defense to allow the Jaguars to keep James Robinson in this game. Somehow. Somehow, some way. Log was the fact that I would assume that we all understood that the Jaguars had to put themselves in a position of keeping the game close so they could play that way. There you go. Now we're talking. All right, we go back to you, Brian. Do your job. We say it all the time. But especially this week, post-game, you don't want to hear Avery Jones or Joe Schobert talking about someone not in their right gap, miss assignments. Everyone has to be on their P's and Q's this week with a guy like Deshaun Watson. Well, you just said it. And the reason that I brought it up was that it's very difficult with as many young players trying to absorb the game plan. You know, you're going to move people into different positions. So no matter what, even taking Trey Herndon to a spot at nickel where he's played before, you know, it isn't as if you just get back on the bicycle in some of these cases, right? You're analyzing your job in your defense against their offense and their tendencies. You're going to have some mistakes, and you have to minimize those against Deshaun Watson because even if he's not as efficient throwing the ball at this point in the season with new receivers and a new scheme, he will find a hole in your defense and run through it if he has to. So. Whoever is playing in the secondary, however it's remade with the injuries it's sustained, you got to minimize those mistakes. Could not agree more. All right, we touch on big thing three, John Osier, this turnover ratio. Wouldn't it be nice if the Jaguars defense could come up with one, maybe two, and say, here you go, Minshew, here's an extra chance. Go score. They came up with one last week, but it was – a touchdown preventing interception, which I'm not taking away from is important, but uh, Miles Jack prevented the touchdown last week. What you would also love to see is a turnover happen in positive territory for the Jaguars, so they have a short field and it creates that. They really haven't had that sort of uh, momentum burst. I think it's three turnovers they've created this year, two of them against the Colts, and uh, you, know, you won that game. The biggest thing about turnovers is sometimes when people are analyzing it, they forget that turnovers aren't really luck. They happen because your defense has created opportunities for turnovers. You've got to get teams in third and long. You've got to get ahead. You have to create your own luck in that sense. That's why the turnovers haven't been happening so far. But yes, create a turnover. I don't think the Jaguars win anymore this season, frankly, unless they're a positive turnover ratio. They need that advantage. Absolutely, and there are our three key previews for a Houston Texans game on Sunday, a divisional matchup, all kinds of things going on in Houston. Jaguars looking for their second win on the season. When we come back, some he will, he won't, and he might going into that Sunday's game. We'll come back. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. 
saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. The Jaguars have introduced Jags at Home, an interactive second screen experience on Jags game days featuring myself and Eric Dunn. Each Sunday, you'll have the chance to win $10,000 in cash and prizes. Visit jagsathome.com for more information on how you can play. Alrighty, back on a Friday. Presented by Jet Home Loans, which means it's he will, he won't, he might. Brian Sexton, you're going big picture with the quarterback. To get into in-depth in this yesterday, but it's a unique position for him. We're talking about him having two games this year where he's won, right, in the standings for winning the job long-term, and two games where he hasn't. I think this goes into the column of win. I, this is exactly what he does. He gets backed up. He was the talk of the NFL two weeks ago after that narrow loss in Tennessee with the way that he led come from behind, you know, well, that was a victory, obviously, but three consecutive scoring drives to open the second half. Talk of the NFL. Now, all of a sudden, people are like, well, cue up the Trevor Lawrence, right? The Jaguars don't have their quarterback. That's what it's going to be this year. Is he or isn't he? And I think this is the kind of game where he gets his dander up, puts the uh, the Duracell on his shoulder and says, come on, take a swing. I think he will have a rebound game and he'll have a big game. He'll have a strong impact in the football game, leaning heavily on his offensive line. I do think that the Jaguars will be able to run the ball, which will play right into doing what he does best. So he will have a big game. He won't have any turnovers. You know, three straight games where he's been involved in turnovers. And as John mentioned in the last segment, the Jaguars can't win if they're turning the ball over. So he will not turn the ball over this week. And that might be enough for the Jaguars to pull off an upset victory. Most people won't see it. This team has not played well enough. They haven't played well enough in Houston in the last 10 years to be able to say, we can go in there and go toe to toe. But I think he'll have a big enough game and without turning it over, he might be enough to give them a win. Yeah, I like it. Optimistic Brian Sexton this morning. John Osier, you have another guy on offense. We haven't talked a lot about him, so give us the details. Yeah, went kind of under the radar here. I, you know, not as high profile nice. as we usually go on H3, but I went with James O'Shaughnessy. Uh, he will, and the reason I picked this is 
This is not insignificant. He'll play and he won't be on the injury report. This is a guy who had an ACL tear in the fifth week last season. And since he came back in training camp, knock on wood or knock on drywall here, hasn't even <laughs> been close to it. So a credit to him, his rehab, his trainers, a little bit of good fortune involved with that. But he's back and that's a little bit unusual from an ACL. Uh, he won't be a guy that the Texans are thinking about a whole lot because he hasn't been so far. And what this team really needs, and I've talked about it before, DJ Shark is the guy. And Chenault is sort of becoming the guy. Well, they need a third and fourth option in the passing game. Eifert is showing signs of that. Maybe O'Shaughnessy in that tight end situation can start becoming that a little more. He might be the secret weapon this week. He might be the guy. Oh. I don't know if he catches touchdown passes. I don't know if he's going to be, you know. But this offense needs to be more consistent. It needs to avoid the three and outs that it had that killed him against Cincinnati. So it needs a little bit of an element the defenses aren't thinking about. Maybe Schlin. Maybe that's James O'Shaughnessy. Like it's a secret weapon. Everyone needs one. James O'Shaughnessy, we're looking at you this week. All right, Mikey will. He won't. He might. Is high profile just the way I like it? C.J. Henderson. He will play. Dealing with a shoulder injury from last Sunday's game in Cincinnati. Exited the game. Practiced yesterday. Will practice today most likely. You're not holding this guy back. He's tough. He will be on the field on Sunday. He won't get a go against DeAndre Hopkins, and that would have been pretty fun to see. Instead, he'll see Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Randall Cobb. Still a huge test for this rookie on Sunday in Houston, however, not as big of a test if it would have been saying, hey, you're going against one of the best in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins, this week. And he might, you guys remember week one against the Colts, that interception, he points up to his family, smiling, laughter, excitement, he might have one of those plays this week. C.J. Henderson, I'm predicting a big game with a turnover, and we're talking about him post-game. He's at the post-game press conference saying, yeah, pretty good game. Could have done better. Week five, I'm calling it. John, how about that? What do you think? And uh, they need somebody in the secondary to play well because they need an anchor. If it's got to be a rookie, it's got to be a rookie. Indeed, looking at that secondary to perform big this week, despite DJ Hayden being placed on injured reserve. When we come back, pick one and pick it going into week five. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. 
The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Ah, never gets old. Good song. Back on Jags Drive Time. Friday morning, our last segment, picking one and picking it. Brian Sexton. This is a game that everyone wanted, but you picked it first, so you get it. Indianapolis Colts, well, Cleveland Browns. Right. Uh, and I mean, look, the obvious is, is that Cleveland appears to have found something. Um, you know, they hired an offensive coach this year, Kevin Stavansky, who came from Minneapolis, and he appears to be calling all the right plays. I mean, it, last week was sensational on the offensive side of the ball in Dallas. Uh, Cleveland has a lot of talent. They've accumulated it with high draft choices and then through free agency. They're still a team that has a ton of cap room, both this year and next. So the Browns are here, and they're here to stay. As long as that quarterback is who he's starting to show that he looks like, that's a team that everyone's going to have to contend with in the AFC. The Colts are a team that are built for the right now. That's why they went and got Phillip Rivers this year. They have to do something about getting back into playoff contention to keep their ownership happy. It appears the Jaguars got them at the right time. You know, Phillip Rivers had no time to work this offseason with his receivers and get any timing down. He's played better. They're not asking him to throw the ball for 350 yards and four touchdowns a game. They're just asking him to distribute the ball and keep things moving. They're running the ball well. Their defense has finally got its legs underneath it. I'm not sure that Justin Houston is anywhere close to being correct when he says they're the best defense in football. But DeForest Buckner is a wrecking machine inside, and he's taking some heat off of a secondary that I think is just average. So I love the matchup, though, because the Colts are a team that is surging, and the Browns are a team that's showing up. I think it's going to be fun, but I'm going to go with the Colts because I just think in big games, there's a culture in Indianapolis that says, we win those. Mm-hmm. Could not agree more. The Colts looking like a completely different team than what the Jaguars saw in week one. All right, John Ozier, you got assigned a primetime game, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Well, it's in the game I wanted because Sexton went first. But uh, it, it's a big <laughs> game because uh, it's the Chiefs and they are the high-profile team in the league right now. It's, it's awfully hard to pick against them. The Raiders started off 2-0. They looked really good. Haven't looked, at, haven't looked as good the last couple of weeks. Right now, the Chiefs are number one, and everybody's powerful. They'll be there until they prove themselves not. I'm starting to wonder about the Chiefs. Can this team push for unbeaten season? I know we're a long way from that. I think they're the kind of team, though, I don't think they'll get it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. 
but they feel like the kind of team that's going to start creating that buzz. Wouldn't surprise me if they get to 9-0, 10-0, and we're talking about that. Hopefully, the league can Jeez. stay together and keep games in, so that that's a focus. 9-0. It's a pretty good year. All right, I have a game that is rescheduled to Tuesday night. It's looking very far into the future for Buffalo Bills and Tennessee Titans. Both teams undefeated. And how about the Buffalo Bills? 4-0, and and I feel like kind of a a quiet 4-0. No one's talking about them like they're talking about the Chiefs. But I'm very curious to see how this game goes because both teams now facing a ton of adversity with all of this rescheduling. And I have to say, I think the Bills are legit if they win this game and beat the Titans, a very talented roster. But Brian, if the Tennessee Titans can go on Tuesday night and beat the Bills after not even being able to re-enter their facility at the earliest tomorrow morning, that's incredibly impressive, and I don't know then how you beat this Titans team after dealing with all of that. Well, look, they're good. They're very good. They've got a style of play, and when they play on their game, they're very tough to beat, but I don't think they're in the class with Kansas City. And I do think that Buffalo is absolutely legit. I, I'm one of the few Wyoming Cowboy fans out there. I watched Josh Allen when he was in Laramie. I thought he should have been taken higher than he was in that draft because of his arm strength. Now, all of a sudden, people are starting to see, you know, the strength of his personality on the field. I heard him compared yesterday um, to John Elway, and I always thought he had that gunslinging ability. He's tremendous. He is an absolutely rising star in the game, and, and is, it's not a fluke. The AFC is loaded with quarterbacks, John. Loaded. There are, no matter what division you look in, you see tremendous young quarterbacks, which makes it even more critical that the Jaguars make mm -hmm. sure they either have theirs or get theirs this year. Because if they don't, you're going to be looking up for a long time. The AFC has the best young quarterback talent in the league. I'm going to put my old hat on and say everybody's got quarterbacks because it's so easy for them to play these days. But that's my crotchety old man talking. I like the Bills in this game, too. It's going to be interesting. With all the Tennessee stuff, if, if you sort of keep up with this, I think there's going to be some bad blood in this game. I think the Bills are going to be a little, you know, angry at the Titans, if you will, for causing all, all of this. Everybody talked about the Astros in baseball, teams not liking them. You know, the Titans with, with 22 guys, if they indeed had the practices off-site, went around the rules, and are causing teams to have to adjust their schedule, there's going to be a little bit of fallout from that around the league when uh, teams play the Titans. That will be interesting to watch to me. It will. Definitely a bit of an annoyance for the Buffalo Bills to have to go through all of this as well. So we'll see what happens. Got to love the drama going into week five of the NFL season. That is Pick One and Pick It, and that is our show. Jaguars drive time on a Friday morning. Big thanks to head coach Doug Marone for joining us. Stay tuned to Jaguars.com all weekend long for game coverage. We'll be back bright and early. Monday morning, talking about that Houston Texans game. Have a fantastic weekend.